0: From the Cyber Hub bunker in studio, you're tuning in to the Cyber Hub podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Well, good morning, security gang. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Cyber Hub podcast, Wednesday, September 13th, 2023. I'm on the road again. It is just what it is. I didn't get my Red Bull or Espresso this morning, just being completely honest with all y'all. So, We'll do our coffee cup cheers. I'll unfortunately be empty-handed. Nonetheless, busy show today, like every day. But we're live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter now, X, Twitch, and uh, Rumble. Thank you for everyone tuning in. Please make sure to subscribe. Good morning to all your awesome good morning comments that we see here every single morning. And everyone tuning in and making the show part of their morning routine. We've got a busy one, so let's get right into it. First, we'll start with our coffee cup cheers. I don't have mine, unfortunately. Again, traveling always throws me off my balance a little bit for the morning show. It does, I won't lie. Uh, I, I miss the studio. I miss my espresso machine. I miss my cups. It's, it's, the, the, the struggle is real there. So, cough, cup, cheers, y'all. We'll go ahead and get started this morning with uh, several of our focus stories. The top one being just the amount of organizations that are now patching against these zero days that are coming to light. Uh, It started with Apple on September 7th, so just last week with CVE uh, 2023-41064, which was a buffer overflow in the image I.O. component that could be exploited for arbitrary code execution. It was essentially a uh, clickless iMessage that would allow the hacking of a phone, something called Blast Pass. That was followed yesterday on the show. We talked about Google Chrome patching their own exploit and patching a critical zero-day vulnerability uh, whose existence was reported by apple and citizens lab google tracked the flaw cve 2023 4863 that issue was resolved and now we get to mozilla firefox the webp format is also supported by mozilla firewalks and the thunderbird email client all of which have announced that they're releasing updates that should patch the zero day in the case of firefox and thunderbird the vulnerability is a libwebP component just like the google mozilla tracks the zero day itself Apple initially released patches, but only the latest version of the iOS and Mac OS, the one on September 11th. The company rolled out fixes for older versions of other OSs. So there's that, and that's significant. We talked earlier about Teams phishing in some campaigns. In fact, I think that was on our Monday show. Well, now we're getting a bit more information after Microsoft is warning that the new phishing campaign is uh, that these attackers are using uh, team messages to lure and infiltrate corporate networks they're tracking the cluster under the name storm 0324 which is also known by the monikers ta523 or SAGRID. And this really started in july of this year They were observed distributing payloads using an open source tool to send phishing lures through microsoft teams chats attack sequences mounted by the actor in the past have employed invoice and payment themed decoy email messages to trick users into downloading sharepoint hosted zip archive files distributing jss loader malware loader capable of profiling infected machines and loading additional payloads the access afforded by the malware paves the way for the ransomware as a service actor sangria tempest to conduct post exploitation actions and deploying file encrypting malware they're doing this all through teams so this is also coming after kaspersky has done their little own uh, um, disclosure of this as well as the uk national cyber security center and the national crime agency noting a complex supply chain type of attack. So you do want to keep your I's and your T's really focused on Microsoft Teams deployed in your environment. You want to make sure it's on the latest version. You also want to probably look at securing some of those links and um, uh, limiting access to your teams from external tenants and, and so forth. I would obviously use some threat intel there as well. CoinEx is confirming that a successful hack stole $30 million in cryptocurrency from the exchange. The global exchange that was founded in 2017 has not responded to comments uh, regarding these specific incidents. However, a security incident on CoinEx yesterday released on X uh, said that their risk control systems detected anom- uh, anomalous withdrawals from several hot wallet addresses used to store CoinEx exchange assets. They've identified this $19 million worth of Ethereum, $11.5 million worth of Tron, and $300,000 worth of Polygon coins were all drained from the platform. They're assuring uh, all users that their assets are secured and untouched, and all affected parties will receive 100% compensation for any loss due to this breach. They've found and identified and isolated the wallet addresses linked to the attack and shared those publicly um so there's that happening in crypto which just seems to continue to add to the challenges of cryptocurrency exchanges when it comes to these types of hacks i think this is the third one we've talked about in the last 30 days on the show now we'll get into some of the patch tuesday recap yesterday was the second tuesday of the month as we all know the day all people love and hate patch tuesday With patch tuesday yesterday microsoft released a pretty small batch of patches, 59 flaws in total, two actively exploited zero-day vulnerabilities, three security feature bypass vulnerabilities, 24 RCE vulnerabilities, remote code execution for those who don't know, nine information disclosure vulnerabilities, three denial of service vulnerabilities, five spoofing vulnerabilities, and five edge chromium vo- vulnerabilities. The most pressing ones to patch are CVEs 2022 uh, 2023, 36802, and 36761. One is the Microsoft Streaming Service Proxy Elevation of Privilege Vulnerability. That's an active zero-day. And the other one is the Microsoft Word Information Disclosure Vulnerability. Those have all been patched as well. ASUS fixed three critical remote code execution in their own routers. Cisco also released security updates for various products. Again, warning of the Cisco ASA devices. Zero-day as well. MSI released a BIOS update to fix unsupported processor errors in windows and so the vmware but then we'll go to sap who released their own uh patch announcement yesterday fixing 13 new and five updated security notes as part of their patch day five of the security notes released this month are rated hot news the company's highest rating three of them however updates to previously released security notes the most severe of the hot note addresses a critical vulnerability in business objects that that is something within your tech stack. CVE twenty twenty three four hundred six two two a CVSS score of nine or it does allow attackers access information that could be used in other attacks, potentially leading to complete application compromise. CVE twenty twenty three four hundred three zero nine or CVSS of 9.8 impacts multiple SAP products, including Netweaver S slash four HANA, Web Dispatcher Content Server Host Agent and Extended Application Services this one is a missing authorization check issue in the common crypto lib so there's that as well uh in sap adobe for therein released and warned of a critical adobe and uh, reader zero day exploited in the wild there i have a gut feeling this is related to spyware but you know write me that there's not so many zero days and coincidences simultaneously that all happen because an offensive cybersecurity company developed a tool that is exploiting those uh, Adobe is aware that cve 20, 26369 has been exploited in the wild with limited attacks targeting Adobe Acrobat and Reader, according to the advisory. The critical security flaw being tracked can let attackers gain code execution after successfully exploiting the out-of-bounds right weakness. There's a whole list of now updated and affected versions of this, and this has been patched. There's also CISA issuing a warning there. In our final story for this morning, a new vulnerability disclosed in GitHub. Could have exposed thousands of repositories at risk of repo jacking attacks. According to new findings, this is coming after the flaw, which could allow an attacker to exploit or race conditions within GitHub's repo creation and username renaming operation. According to Elad Rapaport report from Checkmarks, said a technical report in a report shared with the team over at the Hacker News. Following responsible disclosure, Microsoft uh, Code own, Code Hosting platform has addressed the issue as of September one. The protection measure uh, that was added does prevent other users from creating a repository with the same name as a a repository with more than 100 clones at the time its user account is renamed. In other words, the combination of the username and repo name is considered retired. This should safeguard from some of these hijackings. Um, So we'll see, but something to keep in mind in your supply chain. That's it for our show this morning. We'll be back tomorrow with a whole lot more to wrap up this very very busy week thank you all for tuning in this morning really appreciate it can't wait to be back on the horn with all of y'all shortly until then have a great rest of your day and most importantly stay cyber safe we love feedback so make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform